This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 1253, How to Move from a 6 to a 7. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 22 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. Today we present a case study, one student who has worked hard but still got sixes on IELTS. Why? Where did she go wrong? What did she do right? Find out today so you can change your own IELTS preparation for the better. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning, Aubrey. How's it going? I'm great, Jessica. How are you? I'm good. It is sunny here. I feel like spring is starting to break through. Um, it's not freezing anymore. So I'm feeling good. Nice. <laughs> it's amazing how our mood sort of does change with the weather. You can't help oh my but gosh. be maybe a little gloomy when it's gloomy out and much more cheerful when it's sunny. <laughs> totally. It also influences what music I listen to. Oh, really? Yeah. Like if it's, if it's like rainy, I'll listen to more Radiohead, you know, okay, that has yes. like the gray rainy day vibe. What do you uh, listen to when it's sunny? Uh, like dance music or punk rock or like okay. something energy. <laughs> Okay. Speaking of energy, let's get into IELTS energy. So um, we are talking about a specific student's issues today, guys, but we think that a lot of you probably have the same problems. So what are we talking about today, Aubrey? Yeah, so I, I got an email from one of our students who is stuck at a band six and wanting to know, you know, how do I get my scores up to sevens? And that's why we thought, oh, this might be perfect for the podcast, because I feel like I get that question a lot. We know yeah. a lot of you listening are in the same boat. You're stuck at band six struggling to get to the sevens or higher that you need. And yes, we share a lot of advice on this podcast, lots of things you can do in each episode, but we thought it would be helpful to sort of analyze this student's study habits and their process mm -hmm. and in sort of a more holistic view, look at, okay, what could you be doing differently? What could you improve? And that might really be helpful for you guys listening out there. Yeah, exactly. Um, so if you guys have been listening for a while, you might remember um, last year when I shared some insider info from one of my examiner friends. And I remember talking about the jump from a six to a seven in speaking and writing is the hardest jump. 
Like the distance between a six and a seven is larger than between a seven and eight or between a five and a six. Um, I know that doesn't sound logical, but it is true. So let's get into the specific students issues, guys, and really listen up today because a lot of what she is doing and what we are um, advising her to do is going to help you. So what, what was the first question you asked her? So I sent her back several questions. The first one was, how much time are you spending studying for IELTS each week? Because we know this student is in our live group classes, which is amazing. So I know she's working on her overall English, but we do have to think about specifically, you know, how much time are you targeting IELTS? Are you spending right. studying, learning those IELTS strategies? Exactly, exactly. Um, so she has spent a year and a half already preparing for IELTS, which is a very long time, yes. you guys. The longer you prepare for IELTS, it it the, the time doesn't match the increase in score, okay? So it's not like, well, if I prepare for two years, then I'm definitely gonna increase my score by two band points. It doesn't work like that. Like you really have to be more targeted in your preparation time. and. I really don't think you should be preparing for more than a year because often that'll just make your scores go down. It's like if you, there's this threshold and if you prepare for too long, you're, it's, you're, it's diminishing returns. It's going to actually hurt your score instead of help you. Um, you have to take the exam at some point. You have to have that deadline. You have to have an organized plan where you're doing a lot in, I would say, no more than six months before you take the exam. Yeah, you're going to start losing motivation, right? And yeah. the I feel like there's a correlation between the amount of time spent and how much you're actually targeting IELTS. And are we getting a little too much on the track of improving overall English without thinking about specific IELTS strategies and totally. taking those practice IELTS tests? Like if that's not happening and we're just preparing for overall English, we're not really getting ourselves ready for the IELTS exam. Exactly. Remember, guys, if you want to get a seven or higher, it, it is your time spent preparing is exactly 50 50. Half of it, you're improving your overall English. Half of it, you are focused on this exam. So let's get into more detail about what she said. She said um, one hour for reading, half an hour on the Allers English app, um, five hours for reading in a week. Okay, well, none of that is specific to IELTS, it sounds like. I mean, none of it is like reading practice tests necessarily. I think it sounds like she's just reading her university books. Yes, exactly. I noticed this as well when she sent in these answers. I'm thinking, yes, right? You definitely need to be reading a novel, reading the news, reading your books, but are you learning these specific IELTS strategies in order to get correct answers on IELTS reading questions. And if not, if you're not doing that specific targeted IELTS practice, you're getting better at reading English sort of in general, but because IELTS isn't a comprehension exam, you're not yeah. getting any better at getting all of the answers you need right on test day. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, even a native speaker who reads all the time can't just walk into the test and get a nine on reading. The IELTS exam, those reading questions 
are hard. They're very weird, some of them. The matching headings to paragraphs, the finding information in paragraphs. Yes, no, not given. These are weird questions. <laughs> if you don't practice the strategies for each question type, you're not going to find the answers in time, right? You, you're not going to have time to just read it like you're reading a textbook or a novel and then go and answer all the questions. That will not work. <laughs> Right. That's the biggest so. thing I found the first time I took the IELTS without knowing strategies and preparing. I read all the time. I yeah. read a lot in English. I am a native English speaker. I have a master's degree in ESL and I still fell for some of the traps that IELTS yeah. puts in these questions because I didn't have the strategies and I did not score a nine on my first little practice test. I was like, how am I missing these questions? Oh, because there's this trap built into it. It's not a comprehension yeah. exam. Exactly, exactly. Um, that's why, you know, so many of our students, our three key students have gotten nines on reading because they trust our system. They don't read every word. They follow our strategies step by step to find these answers, right? You have to have these step by step strategies. Um, all right. So then you asked her if she was using like a study guide or a study plan. Um, what'd she say about that? Yeah, she said that she created a study plan for herself with one hour of reading and 30 minutes to learn no, new vocabulary. And then after 10 days, she reviews the vocabulary she learns. So when I asked her about this, I was very much thinking of the study plan that we provide with Three Keys IELTS, which really organizes your time and what you need to be spending time on for each section of the exam. And her answer here sort of made it clear that she she isn't thinking of this study plan as an overall how to organize my time to specifically prepare myself for IELTS. Instead, it's sort of like, how much time will I read each week? That's not enough. No, it's still not IELTS practice, guys. Where's right. the listening? Where's the writing? I mean, where's the speaking? We're missing three of the four sections here. Um, so again, if we're just focusing on like the reading the vocab, that's not going to increase your score, especially not to a seven, right? Um, if you're just doing like overall English stuff, you're improving your overall English, you can get a six. You, you can, you totally can. Um, but if you're going to get that seven, you have to be more organized and focused than that. Um, all right. What's another good question that we have here, Aubrey? Yeah, this next one was very related. I was just asking her, how do you determine what to focus on? Because without a study guide, I think that's hard to figure out. What are my weaknesses? Mm -hmm. What do I really need to target? And she sort of shared that she uses the IELTSonline.com website to know her weaknesses and work hard to fix them. But this, I feel like, really started to enlighten part of her problem is how is that website really helping you? You're, if you're not getting writing feedback, speaking feedback, if you're not taking practice tests and getting your scores on them, right. how do you know? How do you know what to focus on? Yeah. Um, yeah, you really, you know, you, you should start by doing an IELTS practice test, guys, just to see what score you're at and where to go. Um, but then, yeah, you really need to at least be taking classes online classes like from us or another trusted IELTS professional that teach you very specific strategies. And then you have to test yourself with those strategies, right? Um, that's why taking an organized IELTS course is so important because after you learn something new, like 
writing task one or whatever. After you learn each new thing, you have to get test practice on that thing. As soon as you finish the listening module, you have to be doing listening practice tests, right? Like you have to be applying these skills so you improve, improve, improve every week. Um, All right, what's next? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so next I asked her, how much are you listening to English and what are you listening to? And she said, three hours a week, All Ears English app, IELTS Energy podcast, and then Happy Sciences, Science Friday, and Geeking Out. So some great podcasts she's listening to. That's excellent. Science Friday is awesome. Yeah, oh, I haven't heard it yet. I got to check it out. Science Friday is like one of the oldest NPR shows. I think it's hosted by Ira Flato, such an NPR name. Um, Yeah, I used to listen to Science Friday all the time. It's so good. So um, that's fantastic. Like, I don't want to be so negative. I feel like we're being too negative right now because she is doing a lot of great things. Reading a lot from different topics focusing on learning new vocabulary, listening to interesting podcasts made for native speakers. All of this is great IELTS preparation. But again, none of that is IELTS listening test practice. And that is the biggest thing missing here. Right. If she doesn't have strategies for the IELTS listening exam to use to practice using while she does this listening, then just like you said, it's not going to specifically prepare you for the exam and it's not going to boost your confidence. You could still take listening practice exams and get very few answers correct, even though you're listening to a lot of English. Exactly. Exactly. Um, So you also asked her how she's tackling Um, getting some high level vocabulary into her arsenal. Um, And she has our 100 band nine vocab list, which is awesome. And the All Ears English app, which is another great way to get vocabulary. Mm -hmm. So those are two fantastic things. Now, what's missing again is the application to IELTS of these things, right? It's not enough just to get more English. You know what I mean? And I feel like she's doing a great job of this first step, getting more English, but you have to take that one step further and apply it. We have to apply this vocabulary in practicing speaking answers and practicing uh, using it in our essays Um, or else it's not just going to magically like produce itself, you know, on test day. Exactly right. She mentioned that she reviews the vocabulary after 10 days. I really want to know what does that look like? Make sure that you're using it to practice answering speaking questions out loud, that you're using it in in writing practice essays and then get feedback on those essays so that you know you're scoring seven or higher for writing. How we use that vocabulary so it's ready in our brain for test day. That's what's vital. Um, I just, uh, I've been communicating with a student who is going to get feedback from us on some essays because she's doing sort of like a forensics 
on why she got a six mm. on IELTS writing. And she, because here's the thing, like, I, I mean, IELTS doesn't tell you why you got a band six and you can't teach yourself what you don't know. You can't look at this and understand what an examiner is looking for or perceiving when they see your essays. So like, she's going to send us two essays she wrote like a while ago, like before she took IELTS. So she can sort of take a look back and think, okay, what was I doing wrong? And now what do I need to do? So yes, feedback, you have to get feedback from an IELTS professional, someone who knows what the examiner is thinking, because you guys don't know. And it's not clear from looking at those public IELTS descriptors. Right. I asked this student, how often are you writing practice essays? Are you timing yourself? And have you gotten feedback? And she she shared that she has not gotten feedback on essays because she learned fundamentals in college. So she knows the basics of academic writing. This was a huge red flag for me. IELTS Oof. essays are not the academic essays you wrote in college. No. And I know you'll learn a lot listening on our podcast, but there's no substitution for getting your scores on practice essays. And first of all, the confidence, once you do start scoring sevens and understanding why, but like you said, Jessica, for that student, the value in understanding what you're getting for each score and why, what you're doing, what you need to improve, that's the only way really to prepare for the IELTS exam. Mm -hmm. Exactly, exactly. Um, So I think the overall message here, guys, is that, It is so hard to do this on your own. And if you are going to prepare on your own, you have to really think about the materials you're using, how you're organizing your time, making sure you're addressing every part of the IELTS test, firstly learning the strategies and the ins and outs and the tricks and traps of each section, and then applying these skills to regular test practice. learning insider information about what the examiner thinks during speaking and writing, applying that to test practice, right? And then also improving your overall English at the same time. It is a big job. It is a big job, right? Which is why we created, I should say we, Jessica created this Three Keys IELTS online course that we have. That really is what you need, guys. If you're in the same boat as this student and you're struggling to move from six to seven, it's nearly impossible to do it on your own. So we've created the study guide that you need with all of the strategies you need in one place. So check it out if you haven't yet. You can find it at allearsenglish.com slash keys for everything you need in one place. Awesome. Awesome. All right, Aubrey, I think this was a a great episode today filled with good information for our students. Um, So let's finish up here and I'll see you tomorrow. Awesome. See you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.